Hey, everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Joe Idoni, and this is the Preferred Lines podcast, and we are live like we do each and every Monday night at about 7.30 Central Time, 8.30 Eastern, where Joe resides in Florida. I am in my garage in Minnesota, and I am hanging out here with you, cracking beers, talking to the betting board with my buddies. Look at I got a friend of mine, a claw. Is that in honor of Joel Damon? And the boys down at Mesa Country Club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We know Joel loves them claws. And the tap is open all week. We could get down there. I, exactly. Where is this place? Let's go. Um, so, Gordy, welcome. Hi, Gordy won the what up, Gordy? preferred lines fantasy golf pod combo match play bracket. He beat 69 nice people. Uh, using Scotty Scheffler, uh, his twit. Look at Gordy. Uh, not only a fan, but dresses the part and also has the look. Look at this, man. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe and comment. That's a nice thing to do to help us. And then uh, this is Gordy Bradbury, Scotty Scheffler super fan. Gordy, <laughs> <laughs> how did you win that thing? Why Why did you? Uh, why are you a Scotty Scheffler super fan? I am a Scotty Scheffler super fan and as I was preparing for the podcast and I, I was thinking to myself like am I his actual biggest fan because when he was getting Rom on Saturday I was down in the basement like running upstairs to my fiance like what yes and you know she, she was watching on her own and she didn't really care so I might be his biggest fan besides you know his wife no win yeah 24 married I did some research on Sunday that Australian caddy too I love that yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Well, great. And so that meant you beat all of us and you won it all. You got the poster, Joe, and you got the t-shirt to go along with what you've already purchased on your own as a hat from the preferred lines. Uh, big cartel. Go to that. Google that somehow. Find our shop and you can buy the hat. You can buy the shirt. You can buy all the stuff that we sell, which is just those three things. But then anyway, anyway congratulations. You won that. We're talking about I mean, the match play, but uh, we'll talk to you more or less about who you are and, you know, real quick. You're like a new guy to the betting world, but you're not a new guy to me. You're someone that I've known forever. So this is kind of fun that I get to have you on the podcast. And, you know, we've had some real guests on people that have jobs in the industry. And then we bring on Gordy Bradbury, who looks like Scotty Scheffler. And nobody knows him. But uh, Gordy's new to not only golf betting, but he's, you know, more new to golfing himself. Uh Tell us about, you know, getting into golf betting and have you had fun so far? Are you learning anything? Do you want to give us some, you know, hey, new guys out there that haven't started or you're just getting into it. What do, what can we can we talk about something like that? Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I reached out to you last January to be my swing coach in real golf, um, which turned sure. into fanatical golf betting real quickly. So um, well, I, cause I was like, like my bookie, dude, hit, sign up and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, having gambled regularly, cards, sports before, I mean, with golf, I think there's so much versatility round by round, DraftKings. But uh, yeah, it's been quite the learning curve. Joe, it is really nice to meet you. I've been watching you in our league uh, quite a bit as the benchmark there in, in turn one. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a super fun way to invest in the game and just have a little bit of little bit of green on it and, and winning's fun too, so exactly thanks dude um i got a question for you you do anything 
differently from a betting perspective that you do on DraftKings? Like how do you how do you prepare each week? What's your prep look like heading into heading into a week? Heading into the week, I like to being new, look at course history, um, history at the tournament. I think there's a lot to take in from that. I'm watching every week on PGA Tour Live. So uh, if somebody fades somebody that I just, you know, and, and I take in your podcast, a couple others. I, I'm a big NLU guy for some content and trying to get player access. But, um, you know, some of my methods week to week work. Some do not. Uh, trying to chase you at uh, the end of turn one, I uh, invested all so, the yeah, okay, I, I, What you're talking about, Gordy, is we're in a league together. There's 20 of us, and we're a really competitive group of people. It's been going for a few years. It's off DraftKings, but it's using DraftKings scoring, and we have this segment thing where each major, you got a, another payout. Joe took down the first segment, which was ended at the players, and now we got this run right now up to the Masters in a couple weeks. We're Quick in segment. segment two, and Gordy's second overall so far in this uh segment because of how well he did at this match play and while he also did well at the Punta Cana like Gordy uh are you successful how are you defining success right now do you is it just by the number of sweats you've come into are you just because you're having fun and it's enjoyable like are you successful now at this oh man it's such an up and down so I mean you could talk so many different things I feel like I've tried everything from uh like I don't play a GPP anymore I I cashed out on some double ups last weekend um I like it go up uh but like what I've been doing recently is putting my lineup in on Tuesday and sticking to it at the players I was trying to swing big in our league to chase Joe I pulled JT put in DJ oh and that just oh that stings uh, it was a learning lesson I'm going to stick with my guns right now. I've had a couple of good weeks running, so I'm watching. I'm listening. I'm, I'm trying to soak it all, and I don't know anything. Go with the gut, like our man Charlie says, right? Always. Um, and Charlie's in the chat. If you're in the chat, chat along, dude. Is a big fan of Gordy, he says, Charlie R. Charlie's he, he's a big fan, in case you didn't know. He's <laughs> yeah. a big fan of everyone. Um, question. So we talked a little bit about DraftKings. We talked a little bit about betting. Uh, have you tried going to hang out with our friends, Chad and I, and our other friends over in the jock market yet? Have you given that a shot? I have not. I've watched a few of the power hours. I think this might be the week. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little like, uh, nervous to jump in. I think like any market or any game. So maybe this is the week I got to, uh, Get ready to burn that checkbook here for the Masters every way I can outright. Dude, you're not. No, no, don't. It's not burning any checkbook. You're going to make money. This is a place to actually make money compared to DraftKings. It doesn't, it's like easier to make money on Jock Market like 10 times than it is on uh, DraftKings by far. Jock Market, it's simple. For 20 bucks, you sign up, you get another 20 to match. You got 40 bucks for 20 bucks right away. Do that now. Okay. Then when you when you log in on Wednesday night, you don't have a thought. You don't think. You just log in when Joe's show starts, and then you start processing what I'm going to do because you don't want to get into there and think I need to have this guy. And you log in, he's ten bucks. He already needs to pay off by going top five or top ten. And that's no. You just decide that. Okay, guess what? I'm going to go to the guy at the four dollar, five dollar, three dollar mark. Hope one of those dudes ends up T five, and that'll just what. 5x your money right there, Joe? Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, you got a great resource in Chad here who seems to find himself in like the top three or four of the leaderboard every week. He's been crushing it. 
It's not uh, hard. It's laying over there, but yeah, it's a ton of fun. Highly recommend jumping in there, especially if you got the pockets are a little bit deep this week from old Scotty. Yeah, yeah, right. That was did you make any fun. money on Scotty? Did you bet him at the match play? I uh, only in like DraftKings double ups. I didn't uh, make any outright bets because I got so burned after a couple hot like days of round betting. But I was like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna bring this up. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you. Or one day after going six of six, six of six, and the round betting is tough. Like I found it tough too, and like even it's just hard. There's so many odds, and I feel like they're so juiced in favor of the sports book that it's really hard to beat. Like there were a couple of days, like I was trying to take like five matchups and was going like three and two thinking like, okay, I'm going to check the account the next day. I'm up a little bit and you end up losing money. Like you see, you get one guy that you take minus 150 that loses Patrick Reed. Um, and then all of a sudden you're screwed. Right. So it, it's, that's a very uh, tough way to do it, but a very, it's, it is fun for match play, like to go that route. Definitely. So tough. then Gordy, are you just doing, sh- have you ever done a showdown on DraftKings? I've done a showdown. I've had some success there. Um, Okay. I'm not. You just never know who's just going to erupt. Right. Um, it's impossible. That's, you know, I, that's why I go back to the jock market where you put in a few bucks on a few guys that are in the $3 range and then you don't even think about it, but you can think about it. That's the best part. You can decide, hey, is this the time to cash out? Or you decide, hey, I'm just going to ride this out. And I mean, some of them could miss the cut and a couple of them could finish top 25. You make some money, simple app, it's easy to use, it's very fun. And then you can watch the Power Hour, too, because you can get into it. Yeah, this will be the week I can cash in my $23 and 20 of my own. Because Get in there, use our, use our promo code, help us out a little bit. But listen, while we got you here, we want to ride the hot hand. Um, <laughs> I've, I've been a little bit cold, Chad's been hot, so I need some, I need some life here. Uh, who you got this week? What do you think for Valero? <sighs> With the limited field, uh, Scotty, or, you know, I myself have not dropped out yet, but I suspect <laughs> uh, I will make that decision very quickly. You're on withdrawal alert. Uh, no, wait, yeah. does he, is he going to want, is he going to withdraw? No, he's, he's playing, right? I bet he withdraws. Unless he really? does like, tank. Dude, okay, so real quick, last thing on Scotty Scheffler. Like, he, it, to me, is like in that Hobland wolf. He is about to erupt and rob sure. the bank. So, I mean, God, I hope it's at Augusta, not Valero. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I got to put the research in. I'm still riding the high of the WGC. I haven't even seen this uh, Tiger poster except for on your wall. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Away, buddy. That's yeah, super congratulations fun. taking down the, the contest that we put up. Next time we have a contest that we're, we're asking people to participate in, well, you might as well join it because you could win it. You could win some cool shit, and then you could be a guest on the front nine, and that's what Gordy did here. Thank you, Gordy, for providing a little bit of insight from a noob, someone that you know admitted that they're a noob. Not, a, not noob. a lot of people want to come on here and act you know, like they don't you know, because people like being ex- hashtag experts, but where we know where we come from. I'm very Joel Damon. I uh, I have ridden the ups and downs of this f- silly game for a year, and I'm, I'm looking forward to more. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah, well, dude. Thanks, dude. Thanks for your support. Appreciate you being a positive man and a member of the fan club. Absolutely. I'll be back. Yeah, the, the golf uh, course. Let's play soon. It's getting nice out there. In the PL hat. That hat is actually really legit, and it's about to be my number one golf hat outdoors this year. So Let's go. 
everywhere. Well, you're going to get a t-shirt and you're going to get a poster to put in the background there. It's perfect. Right between those clubs. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Gordy Bradbury. Yeah. All right. We're going to have you back on. Thank you for coming on. See you, Gordy. Bye-bye. That is Gordy Bradbury. That was a friend of mine that I grew up with actually. So it's funny. Uh, he was in my wedding. I'm in his wedding this summer. This is a good, a good time. And then he won this, this tournament using his favorite person, Scotty Scheffler. So good times, good man. Fan of us, supporter of the show. Love to have him on. Uh, love to, like you said, we we try to get everybody's perspective on this thing, right? Because it's so much different. Whether it's someone who's new, whether it's someone who's been in the industry for twenty five years, we try to bring it all to you guys. And then afterwards, we spew our not expert thoughts <laughs> while we drink beers and talk golf. Yeah, exactly, dude. This is the betting board for the Valero Texas Open. Here we go. Let's take a look because now it's changed. It's moved. It's adjusted since I did these notes when Dustin Johnson was the favorite. And now tippity tip top Tony at 10. No, 11 to 1. Tony Finau. My God. Tony Finau is favored to win a golf tournament? It is now 2021. And can you bet Tony Finau as the favorite at 11 to 1, Joe? No, I you did didn't bet do it. Tony Finau. I did bet Tony Finau, but he wasn't 11 to 1. So okay. I got in right after the DJ withdrawal. Let me just double check here because I don't want to say the wrong thing to the people. 18, 18 to 1. Okay, so on you got Nick a little line value. You picked up some line value. Total bet with my heart. Um, I Who doesn't love Tony, right? You got to root for him. But I told myself, I broke a promise to myself that I wasn't going to bet Tony Finau anymore until he won a golf tournament. But what are you going to do? I lied. I'm here. I bet Tony Finau 18 to 1. I'm rooting for him. Great form. Should set up perfectly, but there's nothing different about that, right? It's the same guy every week that we bet and lose money on. So um, at least I got a good number, right? Oh, yeah. You got a little line value, but then, gosh, you got to just deal with the top five Tony where it's just going to dagger to the heart. So maybe you just decide, I want to go with Scotty Scheffler, who – like Gordy, super fan, who we just had on, said, he said that Scotty Scheffler, he's up there with the same level with the Hoblins, the Neemans, the uh, Wolves, uh, yeah. whoever else. But, yeah, he's up there. And he is not a winner yet on tour. And he just comes off of a great outing at the match play. And at 14 to 1, I mean, you still get a little money on that. Would you do that? Or would you choose Jordan Spieth? Because he's also 14 to 1. Okay, so I know on Jordan this week for me, I, I I think that he played pretty well last week. I think he's going to be pretty popular. Just know my book right now has him at 11 to 1, so no there. In terms of Scheffler, so I agree with all of those points you just said about Scheffler being with Wolf, being with Hovland, being with Morikawa. He's in that class. He's in that caliber of player. Um, I think he's going to be great in our sort of – Season-long league, which is another league that I'm winning. Side note, by the way. Um, when we drafted guys, I have JT and him, right? So I'm crushing the WGCs right now. Oh, I don't think you have Horschel unless you oh, did. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. Did you take Horschel? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Of course you had Horschel. Anyways, <laughs> listen, Scheffler's great, uh, but he just played seven rounds in over the course of five right, days. Right. It's a little right. bit There's a factor in that. I, think that we, I think that we saw that fatigue, though. Um, oh, come Sunday. Head a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's no birdies. It was just felt like a pillow fight. Many people described it as that final yep. round. So, 
Look, I'm going to lay off. Uh, I think that he's going to set up really well for a couple of the major championships this year, and I think that he's he's arrived. And I think that last week, uh, being able to take out Rom and being able to to move along in that match play only helped his confidence that I'm sure was high already. And I, he saw it when he shot the 59. It was in the fall, I think he did that, and then he yeah. Did he lose that tournament somehow? He did. DJ won that DJ? tournament. Yeah, it was DJ. Just barnstormed him. So yeah. he's shown flashes of being a brilliant, excellent all-star golfer. And he can do it here in this field, in this class of, you know, 14 to 1 at Jordan Speed. It's crazy. But then you have 18 to 1 Corey Connors or 18 to 1 Hideki Matsuyama. Those are just perennial terrible putters. So then can you really trust that under 20 to 1? No, the the okay. So the Hideki number is puzzling to me, and so is the Connors, right? I mean, they are both puzzling. Who are we talking about here, right? <clears throat> Why is Ryan Palmer and Abraham answer not flipped with those two? Agree. I, I totally agree there, and I'll even go a little bit further down. Um, this is the Charlie Hoffman Open, right? True. We're getting comments yeah, about him the Charlie 30, when he comes in at decent form, off a decent performance, off the players. Um, you know, was in the opposite field event last week, but didn't play horribly. Let me just pull it up here because I just had it right in front of me. But, um, you know, 34th last week, 17th and 10th before that, and also a fifth recently. So, look, he's in good form. Um, this is his – this is the Charlie Hoffman Open. Like I said, if you saw him on Twitter earlier, he posted the picture that said the Charlie Hoffman Open. He's got the T-shirt that says the Charlie Hoffman Open. This is mm-hmm. his spot. Um, he plays oh, well. He's a recipe for disaster every year. He's he's basically made enough to buy himself a nice big plot of land and a farm out there in Texas off mm-hmm. just this tournament. Uh, so look, I'm betting him thirty to one. Well, I went a different direction in the thirties myself because I've seen this. This might turn into a you know. Charlie Hoffman missed cut for the first time ever. And everyone's just like, how the hell does this happen? And then the course history debate starts and everyone starts getting mad, but I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go with the 33. I found him on Ryan Palmer, a Texas guy born in Amarillo, went to Texas A&M currently lives in Texas, somewhere called Colleyville. Uh, And you know what, Joe, what I like about Ryan Palmer is he's played well. He's played great. He's got consistent finishes. He's had some good showings where he's like luck buck chips something in. He's had some smiles. He's had some good vibes. And I've watched him and, he, and I've been looking at him and betting on him. And I also like about Ryan Palmer that he is due. And we have watched guys that have not performed who have been, you know, uh, decades, 10, five, seven years without winning a tournament finally come through it's crazy it's been like a trend this season so i think ryan palmer yes he did win that team event 2019 that doesn't count to me the last individual win for ryan palmer was 2010 wow really let's do he's due and i think at 33 in this field i feel like the value is there yeah no i see it as well obviously um yeah, I think he sets up great. I think he just he he typically plays pretty well in Texas. Like, what is it? What is it? There's home course. Is that Colonial there? That's typically I believe Colonial is the one that everyone talks so, about. Then. Yeah, I totally see it. Any of these the pressures there are Colonial. Are, I think more for me, like it comes down to I want a guy that um, is really sharp with his approach game. Just something I took from I'm not sure if it was Stevie Bamford or Ben Cooley that just kind of alluded to the guys who have won this event have led it in strokes gained approach. And that's where it seems like the winners are coming from. 
That's how we got Corey Connors here. That's how we've gotten Charlie Hoffman here. That's how we've gotten guys like Kevin Chappell here. Um, just guys who are in the midst of a great approach play run and really dialed in with their irons. Um, Charlie Hoffman rated out number one for me right there over the last 12 rounds. So that's why I kind of went with him versus Palmer, who – let me see where Palmer was. Palmer was 37th. So okay. those were the two guys I was between. I think that they're both valid plays this week, but that's what ended me up on on old, the old chuck wagon. Oh, well, this is a, not a fun comment. Barry says, Ryan Palmer said the course changes have messed with his eye uh, for the course, and he's missed the last two cuts since. He has missed the last two cuts. That's a good point, Barry. I didn't nice. realize that the course changes were that significant. But um, <laughs> So it's at the Oaks course now? TPC San Antonio? Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Let's go back to the board, though, and let's look at the numbers because this is viable even in 40s in this field because we've seen these people in the 40s and higher win this season. And you got a winner at 35. We didn't even talk about Siwoo Kim, but if you go past that, Sprint and Steel, I think he won this one time. Keegan Bradley's here. Lanto, Zach Johnson, Mr. M- Mr. Making Cuts. Chris Kirk. Also kind of a fun guy to root for and someone due to win, maybe. Cameron Davis, we've been betting on. You got CH3, you got Kucher, you got the veterans, you got Munoz, you got Burns. I mean, this is kind of fun. Do you have any interest in any of these names? Yeah, so um, you had mentioned something about Chris Kirk there. I really like that. If I were to um, – if you have DraftKings Sportsbook, I think that that 45-to-1 number is very good. The best I'm seeing right now is 35-to-1. But he's had a good recent run here. So eighth place two years ago. Um, before that, 13th and another eighth. Not only that, he's playing really well. So a good performance at the players. Um, decent performance at the Honda. So and mind you, good- that Honda was ruined by a putter, too. Yes, yes. So in good form, um, coming to a place where I think that he presents a little number of value, especially if you can get him up that 45 to 1. But at 55, I mean – you know, I took I took Cam Davis. I yeah, always bet him at fifty five. He's just a he's just a, a pit. This of might money be auto clicks. I'm going to keep shoving uh, twenty dollar bills down until one day I get a thousand back. Yeah, exactly. We're going to get it back. We're going to get it back with Sam Burns too. Win. He's sixty to one. He's going to win. I I I planted my flag pretty firmly on the Cam Davis bandwagon, so he's going to win. I think this is is he's just too talented. Just too talented. One of these days, it's all going to click. He was almost there at the Honda. Like, he made a, a ridiculous run, and then boom, 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 bogey, bogey, bogey. So no, I think he, to you, avoid you get that. to a point in a tournament, Joe, and you press and you go, ah, this is my chance to either go for it or not. And those are those types of players you do want, correct, yeah. you definitely want. But you'll see them bogey their fuck, uh, you know, fourth round and then get a T30 when they're right in it. And you're wondering how that happened. Well, he went for it. It's the Siwoo mentality. Now, exactly. <clears throat> Sam Burns, same thing. Or were you just going to shovel money on that? So I didn't. Did you? I mean, you probably did, right? I haven't yet because I'm not sure. And then I, I don't know what kind of course, you know, Landry won and there's been bombers of one. And does it really matter? Do you know anything about the course? Does it fit a certain type? I definitely think the driving distance is beneficial here I, I mean it's beneficial everywhere but i think that it's it's this is a week where i kind of looked at that within my stat model i weighed heaviest approach and ball striking but i did throw some distance in there and in, in the little stat model that i ran um look i i think it's a very i'll say this it's if you like sam burns 
and you've been betting him, you got to take this 60 to one. I haven't been on him so much. I know you have, but it's a good mm-hmm. number. It's a number that you feel very strong about cashing. And he's one of the, you know, it's a weaker field. It's the week before the masters. You may have some guys sort of checking out early a la Spieth, right? Sure. Look, I know Spieth is looking for that win, but tell me he's not anxious to get on that PJ to Augusta National where you know he's going to play well next week. There's some other guys in there. Hideki, I feel like, could have an early exit. Like, So this is the if, – if you've been betting Sam Burns, you don't want to miss this 60-1. to 1. Take okay. it. I might have to take it then. Uh, let's see. Let's go and see who else there is to be taken in past Sam Burns in the 60s. You got Hadwin in HV3, and then you got Denny McCarthy at 70. Uh, are you digging in the Denny dirt? Nope. Okay. Are you digging in the Ricky Utaka Fowler Hollywood ending? Gets into the Masters the week before, and then he wins his green jacket. He gets his first major. Ricky Fowler does it. That's 75 to 1. He's into the Masters. No, he's not into the Masters. Ricky <laughs> Fowler is into the Corn Ferry Tour. <laughs> or he's into the commercials next week. Yeah. Uh, no, look. I got a bevy, actually. I took four guys all at 90 to 1. Okay. Um, just because I couldn't – I don't I don't know if they're 90 to 1 in here, but I couldn't pick. So uh, I took them all, and I think that they all could go well. And, and neither – you know, Denny was 70 to 1, and I like all four of the guys at 90 to 1 better. Well, let me hear your 90 to 1 because I got a 90 to 1 guy, but he's 100 to 1 here. Okay. So I got – um, Harry Higgs, really? Yes, God Higgs. Um, approach game has been really solid actually recently, so I think this is a good spot for him. I've got Adam Long, I see him there listed at 90 to 1. Why'd you I, take Adam I, Long? What's that? I, why I, Adam Long? I don't know. I, I'm not gonna, I don't have a reason for it. Um, okay. <laughs> I just took him. <laughs> He performed um, one time like a couple weeks ago. He was like second. He almost won see, that there thing. There was something. Yeah, there was yeah. something that put me And then he took a couple people to the distance at match play, I saw. Yeah. Uh, I took Sebastian Munoz, who I think the 90 to 1 is a, is a pretty good number on. Um, I've seen it a little bit higher there. And then I took one of your boys. I listened to your um, first look show this morning, and I think you're on him as well. And it's Sam Ryder, definitely. I, that's yeah. the first bet. One of the first bets I made. I couldn't believe it. Sam Ryder, dude. Yeah. It's the thing where like per, like perception is the reality. So you think that these golfers at thirty to one have a better shot than the guy at ninety to one. So you think like I can't bet the guy at ninety to one. But I'm like, what the fuck? Sam Ryder is playing the best golf he's played since I've been following Sam Ryder. Since it was like. Mm-hmm. Third at the Safeway Open in 2018, and I was like, "Who's Sam Ryder with these pants that he wears and this look that he has?" And I like Sam Ryder, and he's been god freaking awful for a long time until recently he's emerged. And so I was expecting to open this up and see him in the 60s, and he is 90 or 100 to one. Sam Ryder, let's yeah, go! It, I'm on that. I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, you, it is Sam Ryder, right? We're, we're expecting him to win. I don't know. But, look, he's been playing great. Uh, approach play was phenomenal at the Honda Classic. Top 10 there. 
which is a difficult course. So anytime um, you can finish in the top 10 means your irons are pretty dialed in, particularly around PGA National. And then we don't have any strokes gain stats per se, so I'm not quite sure how his approach play was last week, but I know it was windy as hell down there at, at Punta Cana, and I know that he finished second. So coming in in good form. Uh, he, I will say, though, the second is a little bit of boosted from what it should have been. It should have been a T5. These dudes bogey their asses off to, to like launch him T2, which like I loved because I had 20 shares of him on draft or on uh, yes. jock market. So then by getting to T2, he became actually second because he was the best of the T2s. So I was like, holy crap. So I was watching all these bogeys. Now, that's another reason why jock market's fun is because you get to a point where their tournament's over for these people and no one gives a shit. But I'm like, oh my gosh, these idiots are bogeying. And then the Sam Ryder gets to a T2 and I get an extra five bucks a share times 20. Let's go. Yeah, but I mean, we like it's not crazy that we saw that happen, right? Dudes bogeying down the stretch. We usually see that, that the course yeah. play its toughest for the final group. So guys can get in there early. And it's not like he was he was out super early in the day. And and the bottom line, he didn't bogey those final couple holes. Correct. Right. Correct. And he is a solid player. Joe, I tweeted about him, or I don't know, when I first started my fantasy golf pod Twitter, I you know was watching him at some point, and I was tweeting at everybody to try to get my name out there or the fantasy golf pod, and I didn't care about being muted necessarily more than I do now. But I was I tweeted at him or about him, like, dude, your win is coming. Like, this was years ago. Um, I feel like that's somebody to keep an eye on. We've talked enough about Sam Ryder. Definitely bet him at 90 to 1. You could also look at someone who I see at 90, or no, 100 to 1 here. Uh, Doug Gim, who's a Texas grad or Texas A&M or something. I think Doug Gim, he's like the real version of this Justin Suh guy, where like everyone actually thinks Justin Suh is the next. I think Doug Gim... He was supposed to be good, and then he was bad, and then he grinded his ass off, and then he became now a good again a little bit. And then now he's dipped down because he's had a little bit of a lull. And here we get him at 100 to 1. Doug Gim, he yeah, can actually triple, win this. I seriously triple think Triple digits so. I would be in for sure on Gim. Yeah. Uh, like you mentioned, UT grad, so should be familiar with Texas golf. In good form. Like he was one of like – he was like freaking 25, 30 to 1 at the Honda. Uh, Mystic guy. So obviously played really well at the players. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm getting stuff mixed up, but yeah, he's been playing well for so long now that he's right. actually had good finishes. I'm seeing seventy to ones uh, on my book, so a hundred. Yeah, this is DraftKings Sportsbook. We we almost have to stop using this because these numbers are awesome. So if but you no, have access to a lot this, of times, like I'm seeing ones that are higher than this. You're seeing ones that are lower, and we talk about this all the time, but have a different outlets. Like this is crazy. Exactly. Like, and I think that there's some, some copy and paste and some laziness involved in the books right now with it being March madness. Like we oh, get to totally. the masters next week and all of these lines are, are virtually going to be identical. Um, Cause no one's getting got because the amount of volume of the bets that they take on the masters is so much more, but this one, like we, we saw this at the Honda even as well. Um, th these things are all over the place. Third, 30 points is a major deal. Like we're oh you're talking about taking a guy, adding a guy that's 30 to one to your card. And when you can get an extra 30 points on a guy, 70 to one. So, so pay attention. You guys know Dude, this thing, this, like you said, it adds up over time for sure. Yes. Okay. So then should we keep looking at these long shots? Do you have sure, any yeah. more or do you well, want to no, do the long, have, long drive long shot? 
I don't have any more. I took those. I took my uh, four boys at 90 to one. But do you have any? I mean, uh, I've seen some love for Cam Champ. Any thoughts there from you? I did put a dollar on it. I think I put one, maybe two, because that's the dude that just flames all of a sudden and will catch fire, become the best golfer in the tournament. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, Cam Champ. He's he's like the next Tiger Woods. We all thought this and we thought he was going to be awesome. And he's shown flashes of that. These people, they they come and go. So they, if they're gone, don't think they're gone forever. So we had a question about Norlander or people that have gone away. They will come back. You saw it. Who was like T2 this last week? It was Gilgich. Yeah. Like he was out of there forever. But for <laughs> one second, I was like, Gilgich, who is this guy? And I had to research him, and that was in the fall. And then he was dead, gone. And then all of a sudden, he merged last week. People all merge. So don't be afraid to again. try this out. 50 to 1. If, right. if you want some good Gilgich, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want a Gilgich, but I might want a Chapel. He's won here before. He's a talented golfer. He shot a 59, and that was before, right after his injury break. Kevin Chapel had an injury. Not sure if it was elbow. I can't remember exactly, but then he's back. <clears throat> Do you have any interest in Kevin Chapel returning no. to a place where he won? 140. No, Chapel, like, God, there's some names down here. At sort of the bottom that are are I know these guys have fallen off, but like we we exaggerate some of the fall off from the guys at the top, but um like Henrik Stenson is 250 to one. No, like, no I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying it's crazy yeah. the fall that he has taken. Like, look at these names that you're scrolling through right now in order to get to Stenson. I forgot. Um, yeah, Jimmy Walker. Like this, this, this is a Charlie Hoffman Open. This might as well used to be the Jimmy Walker Classic. Like, oh, totally. Uh, like he's down there, like three hundred fifty to one. So it's nuts. Like um, these guys have just fallen completely off a cliff and are and are hanging on to a thread to their tour card right now. I think Stenson will get some injury exemption status that will uh, keep it going. But no, he yeah, doesn't man. care, dude. Anymore, it's, it's over. For him. It's over. Yeah, I think Stenson's going to retire. He doesn't care. So okay. I have three names I want to ask you about, and then we can be done. Yep. First name is Bird Viesberger, who we know as a Euro guy, a 140 to 1 to win bet. Are we going to think about a Euro because it's going to be a windy Texas course? Potentially. Um, you're looking at uh, double digits there on a top 10. Is that that far column? Is that a top 10? This is top 10. And then. I, don't, I think, I think that's top, top five. Yeah. I think that's top five. Yeah. So these oh, guys, that's top five. Sorry. Yeah. These guys are, are potential top 10 plays, but anytime you can catch double digits on them, 22 um, to one on a bird. Who else, who else did you have on there? I like armor. You know, I always like armor. I think that this course may be a little bit too long for him. Uh, Malnati is the guy we saw pop a lot. There's doc is there. Like we, I'm, no, no, before we get to him, I was going to ask you about okay. before we get All to right. him. Tom Hoagie graduated from a Texas school. I just tweeted that out. I looked that up. He's a Texas guy, kind of. I know he's lived in other places. But Tom Hoagie, a kind of a journeyman on PGA Tour. Someone – he went. He lived in Fargo, where Eric Martins, my co-host of the Fantasy Golf Pod, lives in. Every time I go up there to play golf in Fargo with Martins, it is a windy as hell. And it's not fun, but it's something that you can learn to play well in. And Tom Hoagie kind of feels like the guy that is someone due to win, a long shot guy. So not necessarily to win, maybe at 150. You could do this 28 to one for a top five. Okay. 
Um, I don't know. You made good points. I knew none of that. I don't even know where Fargo is. That's in Minnesota. It's in North Dakota on the border of Moorhead, Minnesota, actually. In up Martin there Lips near the border of Canada, Joe. <laughs> got it. Got it. I'm not good at geography. Not don't like even that. worry about that. That's like a different country. I've never now, been west of Vegas. Okay. Now, Doc, <laughs> the big cock, Redmond. <laughs> He has the smallest cock right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not betting, Doc. I'm sorry. I I'm think sorry, it's guys. His time because he loves to beat up these birdie fest fields. He's kind of one of those guys that's a sneaky. Like he could emerge. He could do the Gilgitch and emerge out of nowhere. I'm way more interested in Hoagie than I am Doc. Okay. Where's Hoagie? No. Okay. Oh. Let's go. Uh, should we be done here? Sure. What about uh is there is there a line on um Twitter's own West Texas driving range pro? Does he have a line out yet on drafting? Oh shit, what, what what's that guy's name? Your AJ Killen? I don't know. Does he have a line? No. Doesn't look like it. Sam no, Bennett. Me. That's uh that's Josh Bennett's brother. My other guy, uh my other guy Monday queued, who I was a big fan of. He yeah, might be watching the show right now. He just followed me. Um, Sam Fidoni. Yeah, is it is it said like your name? I have no idea. I think it's <laughs> Fidone or something. But yeah, it's probably um, Italian and said normal, like nice and like no, Fidone. Fidone. If you're here, Sam, what up? Good luck this week. Fresh follow of mine, uh, my boy Fidoni. I'm how many fan. different ways can I pronounce Gilgitch, Gligitch, Gligitch, Gilligooch, Gligitch, Gligick, Gligick. Is that enough? Japa week. Okay. Japa week. All right. Whatever. Doc week? Question mark. Yeah, we did. No. Wait. Did Charlie say yes on JJ? Are you referring to JJ Spawn? Oh, no. Is he even in this yes Oh, no. I think he was talking about your boy, JJ. The My boy, JJ. I don't know. I don't know. We're lost. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Master show. We got a big show lined up next week. Uh, we're still trying to lock down a time, but you won't want to miss it. It will Buddies, be not Monday. It won't be Monday. It won't be Monday. It's going to be Sunday if we do it. It'll be earlier because the master's pricing and the betting board will come out earlier because they want your money. And we'll talk about where to put your money with a real person. Real people, potentially. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's a. Yes. yes. This is good tease, Joe. It went from Gordy, my friend, to like these people. Gordy's the man. Thanks for hey, coming Gordy, on. Hey, Gordy, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, everyone, for liking and subscribing and rating and reviewing and being here live and chatting along and everything else you've done. You can go to Big Cartel. You could find that uh, towel that's in the background, too, that's on there. And yep. then you could watch Joe. He does the Power Hour. It's every Wednesday. It's on the Rick Run Good YouTube page, and it is super fun. Uh, I'll be in there chatting along. I like to give the guys shit and make them think about me. Yeah. One of these days, uh, we're going to pull your name for the free 20 bucks. So we give away $100 every time on the show. Like 100 I don't know another show that's doing that, just tossing away $100 every time on the show when there's like 30 people in there. So How do we win $100? You just put your name in there? Well, no, no, no. It's, it's five $20. If we pick okay. five people. They all win 20 bucks. Use the promo code PL20. Get you 20 bucks. Jack Mark is giving away money. They're... They sent me like a little graph. I probably shouldn't even say this, but their users in golf, 
every month since September have doubled. Every month. Doubled? Yes. Every Holy single month, the Masters is going to be the biggest freaking jack market you have ever seen. Uh, this thing is taken off. The players, cha- the amount of people that were playing jack market for the players' championships blew away the Super Bowl. What? Yeah. Golf oh is king so this thing's there. on a trajectory. They understand that golf is king. They are catering all of their stuff toward us. But toward this is a rocket ship emoji. You got to get on that rocket ship emoji. We're going to ride that thing on. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks. Uh, they stepped up to sponsor the show when we needed someone. So we are always big jack market guys. I don't even need them to sponsor us to tell you that it's a fun app. I don't give a shit. It's a fun app. I'm making money on it. I'm, awesome. It's enjoyable. And I'm watching the prefer or the uh, power hour with my boy. And it's a great time. And you know what? You can follow us every Monday night doing this thing, talking the betting board, and it's going to be great. Next week's going to be some content. We're going to have content. Lots of content. Brr, masters. Fina so week. Fina week. Fina week. Fina week. I, I was thinking Ryan Palmer until I was tilted by some comment here. God damn it. See you guys. We love you. Thanks. Peace.